All right. So welcome back to the Divinely You podcast. I am the host, Sarah Waggle. Um, I appreciate you joining me today for this episode. Um, this episode is entitled, I did another thing I thought I couldn't do. And so I'm super excited to talk about it. And before I dive in, let me just tell you a little bit about me. Uh, I am a well-being leadership coach, meaning that people who want to make choices, powerful choices in their life um, to improve and make improve their well-being, make themselves their highest priority, uh, focus on their well-being and have that be what makes them a leader in their life, in their work, whatever it is that they're up to. So that is what I do. I also do a I do a bit with accessible accessibility consulting. So I've worked with small businesses who want to improve the accessibility um, of their content, of their workshops, of their whatever. So um, kind of teaching them the basics of working with Zoom um, and having a participant who may be using a screen reader, who may be blind or low vision um, and other inclusion type things. Um, so that's kind of a little bit about me. Um, the podcast has been kind of on a little hiatus, kind of unintentionally, um, because I was finishing up a challenge called 75 Hard, and uh, I finished it yesterday. So here we are <laughs> back. Um, and so basically, I want to talk about the kind of wrap up the challenge, my results, um, and what I got from it and all of that. And um, coming up on some up upcoming episodes of the podcast, um, I'm talking to a few people to do some interviews. Um, I want to talk about supplements. I want to talk about nutrition facts and label reading food labels and things like that. Um, and um, I also want to start diving into some more with spirituality um, and things like that. And I have a lot coming up on the back burner that I'm going to start working on the beginning of 2022 um, that I'm really excited about. And I'll talk more about that because it as it kind of evolves and, and opens up. So thanks for joining me. I appreciate it. I am recording this on Facebook live, um, on the date it's September as, as the date is September 10th. Um, but, uh, if you're listening to it after the fact, whether on the Facebook live or on the podcast, uh, recording, I really appreciate it. Thank you. And please, um, you know, comment, review, um, share all of the things. I really appreciate it. So whew, I feel like a deep breath is, uh, warranted. Um, so 75 hard, um, what is it? It's a mental toughness challenge, uh, created by a man named Andy Frazella. Um, and he really created it for himself. He didn't really create it to become what it has become. Um, and there, there are basically five rules that you follow um, every day for 75 days. Uh, you do two 45 minute workouts. One must be outside. Um, you read 10 pages of nonfiction. You drink a gallon of water. Um, you follow a diet or nutrition plan, no cheats, no alcohol for 75 days. Okay. So, um, physically I lost close, close to 20 pounds. I lost 19 pounds. Um, I lost several inches on my bust, my waist, my hips. Uh, to the point that some of my clothes are now too big or fit a little bit better. Um, a lot of my workout clothes, the my workout pants now go halfway up my torso versus they used to stop like at my fat stomach. Um, I can definitely tell where I've lost inches or slimmed down like my thighs and my hips. Um, I have stretch marks. I've never had children, but I have stretch marks. So I guess I can now officially say I have the body of a mom. <laughs> um, and so, yeah. Um, oh, one of the rules is that you have to take a progress photo. So I haven't put my, my like before and after photos together. I'm going to do that kind of a post on Saturday um, for Instagram and for Facebook. Um, and so that was the physical results. So the nutrition plan I chose to follow 
was um, I basically ate the same food for 10 and a half weeks, more or less. I altered ingredients and, and kind of made shifts as I went because um, I, first of all, I started out eating cucumbers, but because I was already drinking a gallon of water, eating, um, you know, cucumber being super hydrating and, and, and very watery. Like I couldn't do it. I was just too, like, I think by day five, I had to like sweat out some water so I could finish my gallon. Um, so no more cucumbers after that. <laughs> um, but basically my nutrition was in the morning, I would have a banana and a quarter cup of almonds roasted, no salt. And then, um, I would do my morning walk because I live in Arizona. So to do an outdoor workout in Arizona, I was trying to do it as early in the day as I possibly could. Um, and then my breakfast was three eggs, a cup of spinach, frozen spinach, or a cup of frozen French cut green beans. And I'd started out as three ounces of turkey sausage. And by the end, I was eating six ounces, six ounces of turkey sausage. Um, another meal I had was um, chicken. I started out with three to five ounces of chicken. I ended at five and a half, close to six ounces of chicken and two cups of frozen broccoli. Please don't judge me for my frozen vegetables. Um, I have my reasons, um, why I chose to do it that way. Um, afternoon snack was an apple and, um, two ounces of mozzarella cheese, like fresh mozzarella cheese. Um, sometimes if I didn't eat the quarter cup of almonds for, for the morning snack, I ate the almonds for the afternoon snack. And then my dinners or my other meal of the day was, uh, it started out as a three ounce pork chop ended with five ounces of pork chop plus one zucchini. And, um, I want to say it was a good chunk of a sweet potato. So my whole point was to eat things that didn't have added sugar, no white stuff. So no white potatoes, no rice, no, I don't eat pasta anyway, no bread. I don't really eat bread anyway. So those were kind of no problem. It was mostly the sugar that I wanted to avoid. So no sugar in my coffee, you know, no sugary creamers, um, things like that. So, um, and then I found one protein bars that had zero added sugar. Um, and I kind of just stuck with that. I did do some protein powder throughout. I would do a protein powder smoothie. So whey protein powder with man um, frozen mangoes, uh, plain Greek yogurt and almond milk. And I would do that for a smoothie when I wanted a smoothie. Um, cause I'm, I will say there were nights when the smoothie was like all that was going to happen because I was just tired. Um, so that was the nutrition plan. And here's the thing. The rules are super vague on purpose because the, the program is designed for you to choose how you want it to go. And, um, for you to choose what, like what your goals are. Well, my goal was to lose weight. And my goal was to actually intentionally trigger some shit to come up and out of my system. So, um, so I had heard of 75 hard. I mean, I've been around the fitness industry for eight, several years. So I had seen it, I had heard of it. And I was like, I can't do that. That is way like no cheats, no alcohol for 75 days. Like, what? And two 45 minute workouts. I didn't think my body can do it. Um, and I don't know, I had already pretty much stopped drinking alcohol in June because it was so dry here that I was waking up super dehydrated anyway. So I just stopped drinking because it wasn't worth it. Um, and so the alcohol part was actually much easier than you might think coming from me. <laughs> um, so that wasn't, that wasn't as bad as, as you'd think. Um, I was already, like I said, I just wasn't drinking cause I was waking up pretty dehydrated anyway. Um, and so, um, the no sugar part was, was just hard. Um, but that was my own choice. Like I said, that was what I said I wanted was to go zero added sugar for the 75 days. 
I decided that I wanted to eat the same food because I wanted it to be simple. I did do, um, I think it was like five weeks I did freshly. So I did have some variant in the meals. Um, but I did do keto friendly or paleo friendly meals, even when I did, um, um, freshly. So I was still controlling what I wanted to eat. Um, so I did have that. And that was just to kind of mix things up, try something different, not do so much meal prep. The thing is, is that I love to meal prep, but sometimes it's just a lot um, in a small kitchen. And so that's why the frozen vegetables and that's why freshly, because sometimes it was just easier to, to do it that way. Um, so anyway, so I was basically, I was in a slump with my life. I was kind of bored. Um, um, I love Arizona, but, uh, I live in an, in an area where there's not a lot of places like handy or reachable for me. So I was kind of struggling with that and just other stuff that was coming up. Um, and, uh, so that's what made me do it. I was like, well, I'm just, I'm just going to do this and see what happens. Like, what have I got to lose right now? And, um, so I did it. And I didn't think I could, I didn't think that while I was sharing a space with someone else, especially a kitchen, especially a refrigerator, um, I didn't think that I could do that strict of meal, pl meal planning and prepping. Um, so, but I did it. Um, I also didn't think I could go no sugar, no alcohol in a current living situation. That's semi-stressful sometimes. Um, so the person that I stay with here, uh, she and I don't agree on a lot of current things. Um, we're very much on the opposite side of things. And um, I think we've taught each other kind of a lot. I don't know about her, but for me, for sure, I've just learned a lot of compassion um, because we do share a small space and um, we live very differently. We function differently. Um, and so I was like, there's just no way I can do this like while living with someone else. And I did it. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I think like it's a mental toughness challenge. It is not a weight loss challenge. I'm in a couple of 75 hard groups and I've seen a lot of people come in with a lot of questions. And I think the one thing that I have learned from other people is that a lot of people have lost the ability to give themselves permission in general. They've lost the ability to give themselves permission to make a mistake. They've lost the ability to give themselves permission to keep going. They've lost the ability to give themselves permission in general um, to just be. Like people would be like, would you start all over? Would you start all over if you did this thing? Look, throughout the whole thing, the, there was one time where I wasn't perfect. I was making potato salad for friends and I ate a potato and I ate it. And after the fact, I was like, I just ate a piece of potato. I wasn't supposed to eat it. But I'm like, it was a piece of potato. And I was checking to see if it was done. <laughs> so I just let it go. I know other people who have done the challenge who during the first week or two, they've gone out and had a beer and kept going, even though clearly the rule state, no alcohol, no cheats. So what does that mean? Does that mean that these people are wrong, that I'm wrong? No, it means that this is all personal integrity. So it's, I chose it. I chose my nutrition plan. I chose my workouts. I chose to be on the journey. I chose to chose the journey, period. So um, I know there was some friends in the beginning. I had, I had a couple of friends who were like, dang, you're cranky. And I'm like, yeah. And if you cut sugar and alcohol, and put yourself on this strict thing, you're going to have emotions surface too. And what's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that. In fact, if we don't surface some of our emotions and experience them and feel them, they're just, they're going to just like, but here's the thing about emotions. When you, they fester, if you don't feel your emotions, they fester. So if you don't let out this, the gross, icky, yucky, like, like if you're, I said this before in previous episodes, if you're sunshine, unicorns and rainbows, um, you know, farting rainbows and, and rain and, and, and unicorn dust and whatever, 
because you got to be nice all the damn time. What are you hiding? Because you cannot have happiness without sadness. You cannot have joy without anger. You cannot experience the good emotions without the bad emotions. So yeah, for the first, this is where I'm going to dive into the mental toughness part. I would say for the first, definitely the first half. So 10 and a half weeks for sure. For the first five, probably more like six or seven of those weeks, I was not in a good place. I was actually in a pretty dark space and I just allowed it because now I don't have the sugar to comfort me. Um, I don't have the alcohol to numb it. Right. One of the first things that happened like two weeks in was I didn't get an apartment that I wanted. And my friend comes home that day and she's like, I can't even bring you a shot of whiskey, (laughs) which I thought was very thoughtful and also very nice of her to not bring home a shot of whiskey or the peanut butter cups or the whatever. Um, And then um, a few weeks after that, I was denied an interview on a podcast that I kind of got pissed about because the, the interview was scheduled and then it was rescheduled. And then like less than 24 hours before the interview, they emailed me and were like, Oh wait, you're not what we thought you were. It wasn't me misrepresenting it's they misunderstood. Um, we actually want somebody who's this, 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 not, not you. So we don't want to interview you. Ouch. That actually really hurt my feelings because they wanted a a coach or a professional, not me, who was the actual person. Um, And this was an athletic coach, not a a pro coach, not a life coach. Um, So that that sucked, that hurt my feelings. Um, That made me wanna just like crawl away and hide. So then I just, it kind of got darker from there. And I just like, I would show up to coaching calls, like crying, like, I don't even know what to do except just have these emotions come out. So it was cancer season and always during cancer season, I am super emotional. Um, So there's that. Um, I feel like there was something else that happened that triggered an emotional breakdown. And I don't remember what it was off the top of my head, but My point is, is that like, so stuff happened during the experience that brought up even more shitty emotions and anger and sadness and frustration to the point where like my ego was like, is there any way out of this current housing situation other than to end your life? And my soul jumped in and like, no, we have come way too far for that. So let's have a conversation. So I really felt like this contrast within between my ego and my soul. I might be diving a little too deep for some people, but please bear with me. Um, Because the, 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 the unhealed part of us always has a message, but the soul is the healed part of us that can support the unhealed part of us through whatever we're going through. So, um, so I had to have a little chat with my ego and be like, Hey, we, we've done a lot of work. We're okay. It's going to be okay. We got to trust the divine to get us through this. And so that happened. Um, and then came the anniversary of the date that I turned in my resignation for high the VA hospital that I worked at, um, when I was doing vision rehabilitation therapy. And I wrote a letter to myself that day. to like 31 year old me. And I thanked her for making that decision, for making that choice and knowing what she would experience, uh, the backlash, the criticism, the judgment that she would experience after she made that choice. I'm still glad she made that choice. I'm glad that I made that choice 11 years ago to leave that job. And it suddenly, I think that kind of like broke me out of the, the darkness because then I was, I was just like, 
I somehow trusted me enough back then, even though back then I was really in a dark place, like not even an empowered dark place. I was in a disempowered dark place. I would say this dark space that I was last couple of months was an empowered dark space because I still showed up to do my tasks and do my life. And I like, you know, my friend knew something was my friends knew something was up, but nobody really like, like it wasn't obvious, if that makes sense. So I realized seeing this reminder that I left this job 11 years ago that I can trust myself even when people tell me that I shouldn't make this, 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 this choice or this decision. Um, and to this day, 11 years later, people think that I should have chosen to stay because I was making good money and had good benefits. But I can tell you right now, I wouldn't be where I am if I'd stayed. There's no way. So that reminded me to trust myself and to be convicted in my own power, my personal authority to make choices for myself that are good, that may send me through loop-de-loop-de-loop of (laughs) an emotional roller coaster, but that I can trust myself, that I, I can, that, that I'm doing that for my own higher good or my own best, like next level up. And so all of a sudden I had this stroke of empowerment, <laughs> this stroke of empowerment. And, um, even my coaches were like, what? <laughs> you just did like a 180. Um, so So yeah, so then like the last couple of weeks or so, my body was starting to get pretty fatigued um, and I could tell it was time to be done, but I still finished it. I finished yesterday, Thursday, September 9th. Um, so um, so you want details? I'm gonna post this on my social media in the next couple of days, but the details are, I'll give you the details. I'm not embarrassed or anything of giving out numbers. Um, I think that's how we embrace what we are up to. I'm looking at my phone. Um, Okay. So my starting weight was 204 pounds. My ending weight was 185 pounds. So 19 pounds last this is actually in addition to 10 pounds that I lost last year, like during the height of, um, COVID in 2020, I gained, I was up to 215. So, um, yeah, so I had already lost some weight and then I kind of plateaued until this, um, experience. So the one thing that changed was, um, I just asked a lot of people like how to calculate calories. Cause like the first thing I noticed was that I didn't eat enough. Um, So I was like, oh my God, like when I first started tracking my food, I was eating barely 800 calories a day. I was like, what? Um, And so then somebody was like, no, you need to like do a thousand calorie deficit. So if you burn 700 calories a day, you need to eat 1700 calories a day or something like that. So I'm not an expert. So please don't quote me. I'm telling you, this was my experience. Disclaimer, disclaimer, disclaimer. (laughs) And it worked. So I was burning between 700 and 800 calories a day and eating 1600 to 1800 calories a day. And so, um, there were weeks where I was like, I'm not going to lose weight. And I would hop on the scale and I would have lost two pounds. So there you go. Um, so let's see, uh, measurements wise, my bust went from 41 to 39. My waist went from 39 to 34. And my hips went from 44 to 40. So I lost some inches. Um, what did I do for workouts? So I did the outdoor walk. And then my second workout, I started doing stuff on YouTube, but I was running into commercials. And when you have to do 45 minutes and skip ads and blah, 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 um, I was like, I don't know. So then I was like, let me try Beachbody on demand. I used to do Beachbody years and years ago. I was actually a Beachbody coach um, years ago. And uh, so I decided to just make the investment and do it again. And, um, 
I found a T25, Focus T25 and Payo hybrid calendar. And so I still, and that made life a lot easier because then I had this calendar I could just look at and be like, oh, this is my, rather than like literally spending 15 minutes trying to find a good workout on YouTube that was 45 minutes long or 30, you know, 15, and then I could triple it or whatever. No, the workouts were just set for me here. Boom, boom, boom. And you just do the workouts. Um, so then obviously T25 and you're supposed to do a 45 minute workout. Okay. So how did I fill up 20 ish minutes, depending on what workout I did? I did a second walk. I danced. I rewound the workout and did 20 minutes of it again. I, whatever I needed to do that day to get my time in. If I needed to burn more calories, I would choose wisely. If my body needed to rest, I did 20 minutes of yoga or stretching. The other thing I want to say, I want to talk so much about workouts. I modified everything. I didn't do any of the plyo, none of it. I didn't do any plyo. Plyo is jumping and my joints just don't do jumping. And I'm like not shameful of that at all. Like I have nothing to prove by like doing a full jumping jack or a full burpee or whatever. Like I don't have crap to prove to anybody at this point. Like I showed up every day and I did my workouts. Um, but we all know Shanti does a lot of plyo. And so um, in his workouts, um, but he had a modifier for focus T25 and I just followed the modifier. I followed the modifier for Pio when I needed to, which wasn't often, but necessary for some of the moves. Um, so I did, I did that. I paid attention to my body. There were days when I just did stretching for 45 minutes or I did yoga or, um, I did two walks. Like some days I just didn't have it. So I just did two walks outside, um, whatever. <laughs> Honestly, there were days cause I am super sensitive to moon cycles. And so there are moon, moon cycles where literally I can just feel sick, um, sick to my stomach, headachey, just malaise, whatever. And so, um, I just would honor what needed to be done. And I would just, there was one day that I was like super tired. I don't even know how I accomplished that day. Cause I was very wore out. Um, I think it was a new moon or a full moon. Oh, it was the second Aquarius full moon. That's what it was. Cause that one landed right on me. Cause the, it was a 29th degree Aquarius and I'm a 29th degree Aquarius. So that one knocked me down. I was tired. Um, so I literally, I put on spiritual dance music and I didn't, won't say what I did was dancing, but I moved. <laughs> for 45 minutes. Um, and then I did an outdoor stretching workout. I did outdoor stretching, um, like three, maybe four Sundays. And I literally couldn't handle the bugs and no matter how much bug repellent and I use natural bug repellent, um, I put on, I couldn't, I couldn't keep the bugs off me. So, um, unfortunately after the monsoon season hit here, the mosquitoes got super bad and, uh, it's kind of been that way since. Um, so I just paid attention to my body and I think like I see, you know, and it was interesting because I, I started following a trainer who was talking about how to lose, you know, body fat. And she was even saying like, you need to do strength training, not lots of hit, not lots of high intensity interval training. And there's nothing wrong with hit training. Please don't get me wrong on that. It has its place. Everything has its place. But if you're pushing your body to limits every day and not recovering and just demanding, demanding, demanding every day and not recovering from it, your body's going to go into fight or flight. And that's when you're not going to lose weight because your body is not going to get malnourished and all the things because you're pushing too hard. So I learned a lot about people during this, just by following the, the 75 hard, um, challenge groups on Facebook, I learned a lot about people. Like some people just really do this and they fast and push themselves super hard. And, and then they wonder why they're not getting any results. And they're like pissed. And they're like, first of all, it's not a fitness challenge. <laughs> Secondly, stop working so hard. It's a, a mental toughness challenge and it's 75 days. That is a long time by I, 
I think it was, I mean, there were a couple of times like in the early days of the early thirties, about halfway through, and then definitely towards the end of the fifties, um, where I was just like, Oh, is this ever going to end? Like, like, what did I get myself into? This is just dragging out way too long. Um, so I, I definitely had moments like that. And I just kept telling myself, keep going one step at a time, one task at a time, just keep going, just keep going, just keep doing it. I'm telling you guys right now, hear me on this. A year ago, I could not have done this. I would have mentally given up two years ago, four years ago, five, six, seven, eight years ago. As much as I love fitness and I love nutrition and I love all of those things, I would have found ways to quit, especially when the person, the last person that I saw start that, start the challenge, quit after, I don't know, she may have been doing it for two weeks. I'm not sure. Maybe three. And she quit. Like I stopped seeing her post about it, blah, blah, blah. And finally I messaged her and I was like, wow. She's like, oh, I quit. I had a beer with friends and I quit. And I know there is a part of me that would have been like, well, she quit so I can quit too. It's okay. And I saw so many people in the groups that like, you know, this would be their third, fourth, fifth time through it. And they're like, you know, still trying to drink a gallon of water or still trying to not cheat or still trying to, you know, whatever boyfriends or girlfriends that didn't support them and would drink and flaunt, flaunt that in front of them. Like, I feel really blessed because the person that I stay with, like she wasn't into it, but she was a hundred percent supportive of me doing it. She still did her thing, whatever that was. I just stuck with my food. So I guess what I'm saying is like, this is the ultimate me breaking up with my victimhood <laughs> because now I'm like, there ain't nothing I can't do. Cause okay. The previous episode of the podcast where I said I did the thing I couldn't do was me talking about being a nomad. And I didn't think I could be a nomad cause I don't drive. I still want to be a nomad by the way. As much as I want to plant roots and, and settle down, I actually just want a place to put my stuff so that it's in all in one place. And then I want to like meet a guy and go travel. <laughs> um, but I, I know so many people who want to be on wellness journeys and they don't have time and they don't have this and they don't have that. And I'm telling you right now that if you don't create the time or create the way it's going to happen, we got frustrated in this house, sharing a refrigerator with someone who meal preps, it's not easy to do. It's not because it takes up a lot of space to have all of the ingredients and shit. And also that same person is not sugarcoating anything. <laughs> which I don't sugarcoat a lot anyway, but <laughs> if you don't choose for you, especially right now, like I feel like this episode could not be popping out at a more divine time in this world. For me to talk about the power you have to choose for yourself. I quit a full-time job 11 years ago, I was making good money. I had great benefits, but I felt like shit about my life. I felt worthless. I felt like I was being beat down. And I'm like, if I stay at this job, I'm going to kill myself because there's no other way out. I left the job and it's taken me years to heal a whole bunch of wounds that are not necessarily mine, but generational. It's taken me years to feel confident enough in myself to be convicted enough in myself to stand here and sit here in front of you, whether you're listening to me live or later, 
and say, I trust myself to make the right choices for me. And if that means that I lose every friend I have, or my friends hate me, don't talk to me, think that I am a disrespectful person because of how I choose to live my life, then I have to trust that the divine has a plan. And I have to trust me to know that I'm doing what's right for me. I know there's a lot of people right now who feel like they are helpless, who feel like they can't choose because the choice is scary. But the alternative is even scarier. Yes, I owned a house. Yes, I had great health insurance. Yes, I had a retirement um, fund building. And I sacrificed all of it. And I get criticized to this day for choosing me. And I just have to imagine like what would have happened if that criticism from, you know, people who I thought supported me, cared for me and all of that. And I'm not saying that they didn't because I believe that their thought, their, their wisdom came from love. Unfortunately, it landed as criticism and judgment. So that was my perspective at the time. But I have to wonder if those same people would have come at me and been like, how can we help you launch your freaking business? How can we help you? Way to be powerful and choose what's right for you so that we still have you on this planet because it would sure suck to lose you. That's how I felt. I'm, I'm glad I made the choice so I could still be on the planet. And I think that we don't hear people out when they, when they have a cry like that. We don't take that opportunity to hear people out. We just say, oh, you're an adult. And that's how adults are supposed to live their life. They're supposed to work 40 plus hours a week, get treated like shit by their supervisor. I'm generalizing here. Doesn't mean you're all, you're all y'all being treated like shit by your supervisor. I was. We feel like we have to do this. We feel like we have to do that. We're going to feel bad if we leave them in the lurch hanging. I didn't feel bad. They had plenty of other people. And of course, everybody wants to work where I was working. That was like the hot commodity job. So I wasn't too concerned. But I also knew I was taking away like talent that they had and a person who built curriculum for both staff and patients. So there was that. But I also wasn't willing to sacrifice me. So anyway. I was not expecting to go down that path, but I'm glad that it came out because I'm glad that I said it on this loud of a speaker, on this loud of a microphone. Um, and if you are someone whose friend or family member is gonna and gonna leave their job or be forced to be, you know, forcibly terminated or whatever. Have compassion. I really just ask you to be compassionate, be loving, because the choice they're making is way tougher than you could possibly imagine. It's not easy to just let go of that job, that income, those benefits. But know that the choice you're making, the divine God the universe, mother earth, whatever your higher power is, has a plan and a purpose for you to make the shift, to make the transformation, to make the transition to whatever is next for you. And who knows what that's going to be? 
it can be absolutely grand. And transitions, transformations, they're never easy. Because you got to go through stuff. I've been using, I've been hearing the example lately of, and I used it today. But um, if you've read or watched the Shawshank Redemption and you know that Andy had to, you know, sludge through the, the sewer. Um, to get to where you want to get to, you got to dredge through your shit. You got to dredge through your shit. And I feel like that this was one of my biggest dredges because I didn't even allow myself to numb it, to sugarcoat it. I didn't, none of that. All I could do was dredge through my shit, experience all of the crappy emotions, um, experience however the energies shifted me that day. It did not turn me into a morning person. I got up early because I wanted to do my workout outside without dying. <laughs> um, and I still wasn't a hundred percent. There were definitely days where I woke up late or whatever. And it was like, Oh shit. Um, but I did get lucky in that we had a decent monsoon season. And so it was a relatively cool summer. It could have been a lot worse. These last couple of weeks have been pretty hard because it jacked back up into the hundreds. But, um, for a while there, we, we had good temperatures. So we had nice morning lows in the upper seventies or whatever, but there were still days I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to get up. I didn't, I would just have to tell myself, just do it. You can come back in and take a nap. You can do whatever, but go do 45 minutes outside. And you better believe there were days I came right back inside, barely got my shoes off when I was laying back in bed. It did happen. It did happen. And there were days where I got up at 4 30 or five and that was it. I had a full day ahead and got my 45 minutes outside and did a whole day and maybe found time for a nap. Maybe didn't. So I just kept going task by task and task by task and task by task one thing at a time. Because if I looked at it on the whole, a gallon of water seemed really daunting, but 40 ounces of water. Okay. I, I, let me just do 40 ounces. You know, or 10 pages of reading plus a 45 minute workout plus this is it. Okay. Just do 10 10 pages of reading. Just, just get that part done. That's easy. So, so yeah, if you are out there and you're looking at doing something to make changes in your life, um, I really just want to invite you to try on coaching, try on having a mentor. Um, I think I do want to shift some into mentoring and just being there to support people. Like I literally just want to support people. There were so many people that I wanted to reach out to, but I didn't want to like sell my, sell my services within Facebook groups. Cause you tend to get in trouble that way, but I definitely interacted with people. I definitely left comments. Um, I know that there were two or three other people who start who of my friends who are my connections, who started 75 hard after I did. And one of them, um, I think she has 12 days left and another one I think is just getting going. So kudos to them. Um, one person that I know who started it didn't even get past the first day cause they couldn't drink the gallon of water. So, um, uh, I guess props for living in the desert. So I was already drink. I had no idea how much water I was drinking. Cause I just refill my, I just like at the time I only had one 40 ounce bottle. Now I have three 40 ounce bottles, um, and one 18 ounce, uh, Yeti, um, tumbler. Um, and so I, I now have three, so I have thir 138 total ounces for the day and I drank it. <laughs> I was surprised when I started tracking my water, just how much I was already drinking, like a good 120 plus ounces of water a day. So <laughs> the water actually was really no problem. Um, after the first couple weeks, what was frustrating was I'd be so tired and I would like do my nighttime oils and my serenity, my doTERRA serenity. And I would like be so tired and have to pee in them. I mean, literally, I don't know how I dragged myself to my bathroom. It was kind of sad and pathetic, but anyway, <laughs> and then I would just drag myself and cock back out. Um, 
So the water part wasn't, wasn't really a challenge. That's kind of what made 75 hard a little bit easier for me was that I was already doing, I, I mean, I'm in the middle of like a perfect Apple watch year, um, which means I have closed all three of my every day this year. Have I adjusted my goals? Absolutely. But I have closed my rings every day this year. Um, so I have three and a half months left. So you better believe I am finishing out 2021 um, by closing my Apple Watch rings every single day. So um, I'm gonna be pretty sure there's going to be some good hibernation going on for me in January. But <laughs> we'll go cross that bridge when we get to it. Um, anyway, so that was a lot. Um, but I really just want to invite you and encourage you, if you know anyone who is trying to get on a health and wellness journey, but they're struggling or they're just really having a hard time I'm not, I'm not a nutritionist. I have a background in fitness, um, but um, I, I have tools that I used and, and structures that I used to get where I got to lose the weight, to, uh, to keep being consistent and all of that. And, um, but I honestly couldn't have done it without having coaches because especially when I was going through a lot of the darkest of the emotions, my coaching calls were very tearful and very painful and just me like getting a bunch of stuff out of my system. And my coaches were just there. Um, we call it holding space, but basically it's, they're just listening to what I'm saying and they're not absorbing it. They're not taking it in. They're just hearing it because they're there to just be my sounding board. And then the question would be, do you want support? Do you want to be coached on it? Or do you want me to just hear you? Um, and then I would get to say, I just need to be heard today. I just need somebody to hear me today. Um, and so, and I'll be honest, like I'm still going through some heartache over a lot of things that are going on in various organizations that I was involved in. Um, and so, um, I, that's, that's been really hard for me to, to process through is, um, organizations that I've previously been involved in are now organizations that I feel pretty isolated from or segregated from. Um, and so, however, I, I do feel like I'm turning a corner, um, and I'm, you know, making strides in a different direction. So that's good. Um, and I just had to kind of release that it's okay to not be a part of these organizations anymore. Um, and to move forward on my own. So a lot of this is stemmed from last year. A lot of this is healed stuff that's been coming up for years. Um, and a lot of it is just releasing a lot of old thoughts and belief patterns um, so that I can allow and invite new, new directions and new shifts into my life. So um, I have a few people, I'm not going to name any names because I don't want to put people on the spot, especially since this is going to be a podcast and released internationally. Um, but I have several friends who support, who like supported me via text message um, or Facebook messenger or people who left comments on Facebook posts. Um, you know, obviously the person that I stay with was amazingly supportive. Um, I mean, we're talking like grocery store every five days. So, <laughs> um, so it was, there was a lot, a lot to do. And a lot of things like had to shift because like, you know, we couldn't go do something until the workout was done because the workout had to come first or whatever, um, for whatever reason, like, so there were compromises made, um, for that to occur. Um, and like I said, those of you who like supported me via text message, um, comments or otherwise, um, Facebook messenger, that kind of thing. For those of you who texted me and told me you were starting your own journey, congratulations. I'm super proud of you. Keep going. Um, I am hosting clubhouse rooms on Saturday and Sunday, 9am Pacific time. Um, just as an accountability, just a place for you to drop in and be like, Hey, I achieved this goal or, Hey, I'm really struggling with this goal. Can I just bounce some stuff off you or whatever? I just kind of want to be a sounding board for people. Um, but, um, 
And if you are looking for, oh, I hope that didn't just mess up my recording. Um, I looked like my internet was glitchy. Um, if you or anyone you know is looking to be supported on a journey, like this is what coaching does. It doesn't have to be transformative. It can just be me supporting you through a journey, through this path that you're on, um, through eating healthy, through showing up consistently for yourself um, and just choosing. Um, that's like a lot of like what my coaching is. So that's available for you. Um, what else was I going to say? Uh, my Instagram um, so I did have an Instagram account specifically for 75 hard. I'm going to keep the account. It will not be posting to Facebook. I'm just going to keep it as an Instagram account because it built a following. Um, I thought about deleting it, but you know what? It, it organically grew a following. So <laughs> I'm going to keep it. <laughs> It'll just be a fitness and, and meal prep and that kind of thing account. Um, and so I'm good with that. And then uh, my main account is Sarah Divinely You. You can always follow that one for reels and all kinds of videos and, and craziness. I try to post things to Facebook when I can. Um, I simply just forget. So <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> um, but anyway, so thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Um, I appreciate you guys for following and following the, the journey. And I still have goals. Um, now that I'm in Beachbody, I'm going to continue with Beachbody workouts and things like that. And uh, I still have uh, Apple Watch goals to complete. And um, instead of running 5Ks, I'm going to be doing some Power Walk 5Ks this winter. I'm waiting for the temps to break a little bit so that I can go to the parks and have a little easier path. Um, but I'm I'm not going to run for a while. I mean, I'm open to running, but I don't have a guide at the moment and I'm fine with it. I have already invited a couple of friends to do some power walk 5Ks um, just for funsies. And because uh, I like races and I like medals and race shirts. So, um, but uh, yeah. So thanks for tuning in. I appreciate you. Um, uh, and um, yeah, so much love to you. And we'll see you on the next episode. This was an awfully long one, so I'm glad that you stay tuned, stayed in and stay tuned and all of that.